Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. For today's episode, I really want to focus on how to strengthen the relationship between you and you. The relationship that we have with ourselves ultimately sets the foundation not only for our life, but for the relationships that we have with others. The way that we show up for ourselves gets reflected back to us in our external world, and sometimes that's really hard to recognize and come to terms with. Even I am guilty of not showing up for myself. For a really long time, I had a difficult relationship with myself. You know, my confidence lacked, my intuition was blocked, I allowed myself to keep people in my life who brought my energy down and made me feel worthless. But the thing is, these relationships were only reflecting back to me the way that I was showing up for myself. And I hate to admit that, but it reflected back to me the relationship that I had with myself. Many times, you know, I would look in the mirror and I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel beautiful. And for a really long time, I doubted myself. I didn't believe that I could achieve my goals. I didn't believe I was worthy of living a life of stability. And I really didn't take care of my mind, body, and soul. A lot of these feelings stemmed from childhood. I experienced a lot of rejection in the early half of my life, starting with feeling rejected by my dad. As a child, I felt like he was always frustrated and angry with me, that he cared about his girlfriends way more than he cared about me. I felt abandoned more times than not, and this wound stuck with me all throughout middle school and all throughout high school. I didn't feel worthy of love because I was never shown healthy examples of love. My parents never liked to show their emotions and embracing my own emotions always felt like a burden. So I usually ended up attracting relationships that actually reflected this wound back to me. You know, falling for boys that would reject me or would make me feel used or would emotionally be distant and cold. But through all of this and going through my own healing journey, I've realized that every relationship we have is a reflection of how we feel internally. Every life experience we attract into our life is a reflection of how we feel internally. The foundation of your life is the relationship between you and you. So it's so important that we create that secure and stable foundation. So I'm gonna share with you a few ways that you can start strengthening your relationship with yourself. Number one, let go of seeking external validation. I struggled with this for the longest time, but external validation can actually create a disconnect between ourselves and our higher self. It can block our intuition and it can also create limiting beliefs and fears. And here's why. Let's say, for example, you want to start an online business. So you start to ask yourself, you know, I wonder if this is going to be a good idea. I wonder if I can actually make this successful, which actually points out self-doubt in itself to actually not even believe that you can make it a reality. But now you take this idea and you start telling other people and you start asking them what they think. You go to your friend and you're like, so I have this great idea to start this online business. What do you think? And here's hoping, you know, your friend is supportive. So then you go to your mom or your aunt or whoever else. And suddenly they are making you second guess this idea because they say things like, 
oh, are you sure that's a good idea? It's going to cost a lot of money to get started and, you know, keep up with it. I don't know if that's a good idea right now. And now this idea that you had is something you push off because the external opinions of others created fear and doubt. You see what I mean? And let me ask you something. If this is your life and you are the one that has to deal with the effects of the decisions you make for yourself, why are you going to let someone else make those decisions for you? Because they don't deal with the effects, you do. And now another example of seeking external validation is, you know, let's say you get really dressed up or you get your hair done and you go up to your partner and you are patiently waiting for them to tell you that they love your new hair and that you look amazing but they had a bad day so they don't seem to notice or mention it at all and you start to internalize that and get really upset because they didn't give you that validation. Or you get a new job and you are so excited, you just have to share the news with your parents, but when you share the news, it seems that your parents aren't that happy for you. Perhaps they even think that the career change wasn't the best decision, but you so badly wanted that validation from them. Let me ask you why? Why are you waiting for others to validate your feelings and decisions before you choose to validate yourself? In order to strengthen the relationship you have with yourself, it's time to stop seeking external validation and give yourself that validation that you seek. Once you start validating yourself, you will start to realize that others will start giving that same energy back to you. Or you won't even care if they don't because you won't need them to. You have you. All right, so number two, let go of self-guilt. Did you know that we actually put ourselves down more than we probably realize? The way that we talk to ourselves is extremely important when it comes to creating a healthy relationship with self. I want you to try and let go of the shoulding that you probably do to yourself daily without even realizing. Honestly, think about it. How many times do you say to yourself, oh, you know, I should have done this instead? I think we are all guilty of this, but this again, creates that disconnect between you and your intuition. It also creates this energy of self-doubt, shame, and guilt. You made that decision for a reason. There's no need to feel bad about it. And here's the thing. We are spiritual beings living a human experience, which means naturally we are going to make mistakes and that's okay. It's time to let go of this expectation that we aren't allowed to make mistakes or that we are supposed to just know all of the right answers because we aren't. We make mistakes because we are supposed to learn. Without mistakes, we would not learn. And without learning, we wouldn't grow. And that's what life is all about. So if you ever make a mistake, good. It means that you are human and you are living life the way that you are supposed to be living. Allow yourself to learn the lesson from the mistakes and move forward. Number three, keep the promises that you make to yourself. And I know this is a hard one, but it can really build up not only our intuition, but it truly just strengthens the relationship that we have with ourselves. Self-doubt can stem from, you know, breaking the promises that we make to ourselves. Think about it. How many times have you set a goal and then forgot about it? I know I am guilty of this. Now, I'm not saying that you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, no, because it's 100% okay to not follow through. Life happens. But what I am saying is that 
you will strengthen your intuition, confidence, and relationship with yourself by following through on the promises that you make to yourself. And this is why I say it's so important to set reasonable goals. It's okay to aim big. I am a huge believer in dreaming big, but when it comes to achieving those big goals that you set, you really need to break it down into small actionable goals so that you can build that trust within yourself to follow through. Let's say, for example, you want to lose 40 or 50 pounds. Great. Now take that goal and break it down into small actionable goals that you know you can achieve. Like for example, maybe working out for 30 minutes a day or 30 minutes four times a week, whatever you know you can do and then hold yourself accountable to that. The more accountable you are with yourself, the more you build that self-trust. If you keep breaking the promises that you make to yourself, there's a lack of self-trust that is being created because subconsciously your mind is thinking like, look at you saying you're going to go do this, but I know you won't because you have said this before and you didn't follow through kind of energy. Okay. And trust me, keeping these promises to yourself really will build that confidence. Just start small. All right. Tip number four, make time for yourself. Before I started working on my own relationship with myself, spending time alone was hard. I always felt like I needed someone to be there with me at all times, as it kind of gave me this sense of companionship and love, especially from my partner. I was very needy and I always wanted his attention. But the truth is, now that I've been going through my own healing journey, I appreciate my own alone time. It's peaceful. It feels good. You need to make time for yourself. And I also mean you need to make time for self-care. It's not selfish to prioritize yourself. In fact, it's kind of selfish not to prioritize yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup. When people want your attention and help, when you have nothing left to give, what good does that do? You need to take the time to rest and recharge. Make it a point to add your alone time and self-care time to your to-do list. And I know some of us will have more time than others, but just try to sneak in time when you can. Number five, set boundaries. This is so important. If you want to strengthen your relationship that you have with yourself, you need to protect your energy. Set those boundaries. Listen, I used to be the biggest people pleaser. I always chose to make other people happy, even if it meant that I was unhappy. And this was actually a trauma response. I was always trying to make sure that I was doing all I could to keep the peace at home because my dad's moods were always changing. And then this actually followed me throughout my life up until I finally recognized that I struggled with people pleasing and I struggled with setting boundaries. And what I've learned is that I am sacrificing my internal peace for a moment of external peace. And that does more harm in the long run because how we feel internally is always going to be reflected back to us in our external world. The more inner peace you feel, the more that inner peace is reflected back to you. And if you are like me, then you probably love to help others. You are always willing to sit and listen to your friends when they need someone to listen. And you are always wanting to say yes when someone asks you for help. But I promise you, this is draining your energy. You need to be reasonable about how much you give. And if you feel like someone is draining your energy, it's okay to set that boundary. When it comes to setting boundaries, you want to listen to your emotions. When you feel drained, this is usually a sign that there's a lack of boundaries. Let go of saying yes when you want to say no. Speak up when someone is making you feel uncomfortable. Let go of people pleasing and let go of doing something you don't want to do in order to keep the peace. 
Another indication that you may lack boundaries is when you choose not to communicate how you feel because you want to avoid conflict. Trust me, I get it. This was me for so long, but setting boundaries feels so good. And if people can't respect your boundaries, then they shouldn't be able to have access to your energy. A great way to set and communicate your boundaries can look like this. I would love to hang out, but I have to leave by this time. I can't take this task on at the moment, but once I finish my other tasks, it's definitely a possibility. I don't feel comfortable talking about this right now, or I just don't feel comfortable talking about this. Before you come over, I need you to call me first. I would love to hang out, but I can't today. Would this day work for you instead? Okay, set those boundaries. It's so important. Number six. Be your authentic self. Let go of letting the opinions of others control your life. The best thing that you could do when it comes to strengthening your relationship with self is to stop letting the opinions of others control you and allow yourself to step into the most authentic version of you. For the longest time, I hid who I truly wanted to be because of fear of criticism from others. And it has been really hard for me to have family members who have different beliefs than I do. I mentioned this before, but I love reading tarot. I am a big believer in astrology and my parents and the one aunt, uncle, and cousin who I talk to are all Christians and they don't believe in tarot or astrology at all. And when I first mentioned it to my mom, she was extremely skeptical. You know, she was afraid of me messing with like negative spirits or whatever else. And there was a point where I felt like she wanted to change this part of me because it went against her religious beliefs. It made me feel like I was wrong and that I wasn't accepted. But what I've come to realize is that it doesn't matter. It does not matter if my family is against what I love. I'm going to love it anyway. It doesn't matter if they don't believe what I believe. I'm going to believe it anyway. And my goodness, this world is literally so divided over beliefs and opinions, and it's just so sad. Like sometimes I don't even want to be on social media. Everyone wants to be right, and the truth is there is no right or wrong. Our opinions are just reflections of our belief system. And this belief system is created based off of our own personal life experiences. It's a matter of perspective. My mom and dad, for example, they found God when they divorced. They were going through a really hard time after the divorce and seeking out God and finding their faith really helped them through those tough times. So that's their belief and that was based off of their perspective, which is why they hold that so closely. It was based off of their own personal experiences that they went through. And I personally have a really hard time trusting the healthcare system and I have a hard time trusting people of power. I don't know if I truly believe that they care about our well-being and this stems from watching my dad struggle with addiction growing up. The doctors swore the pills that they were giving him weren't addictive because trust me, he so badly needed them not to be. He told them, you know, I'm a recovering addict, but they ended up being addictive and he got addicted to them and it ruined my family and broke our family apart. At least as a kid, that's what it felt like, right? Because I was a kid and this is what I was seeing and it was through my lens and through my perspective. And then as a child, I got really sick and I was in and out of the ER multiple times until one day I went to my pediatrician and I had almost no oxygen left. I ended up having a staph infection in my blood and staph pneumonia. Before they finally diagnosed me with this, they told me that I was just constipated. My mom had to give me an enema. I had to drink a disgusting drink that I threw up everywhere while being in 
freaking pain, barely able to breathe. And then when I showed up after that didn't work, they told me it was just muscle spasms. So I was in and out multiple times in so much pain and with a fever of 104 and no one believed me, not even my own mom. My my own mom was questioning me because the doctors told them that what I was feeling was basically not what's actually happening to me. And then finally, I had almost no oxygen left and they were like, oh crap yeah, she has a staph infection and staph pneumonia, okay? So based on my own personal experiences, it's really hard for me to trust. We all have our beliefs and opinions based off of what we go through and how we take in what's being shown to us through our own lens. The key is to be open-minded so that you can see the opposite perspective. I love that there are people who don't always agree with me and who have a different opinion because it provides an opportunity for a healthy discussion and to see a different perspective and it provides room for growth. But there will always be people out there who struggle to see a different perspective, who are very close-minded and who feel like they are right and that's it. And again, that probably stems from their own trauma and personal experiences. But the truth is, thoughts in our mind are not facts. People are going to have their opinions about you and to live your life according to the opinions of others is just doing yourself a disservice. Let people think what they want about you because at the end of the day, It's just a reflection of them. You can't control how someone perceives you, but you can control how you react to people's judgments and opinions about you. At the end of the day, do what makes you happy, live life the way you wanna live it, and don't let other people stand in your way. It's not worth your peace. All right, number seven, have habits that make you feel good. Creating daily habits that make you feel good is so beneficial. It's a great way to show yourself love. Not to mention, it's actually a great way to bring joy to the mundane tasks that you don't like to do. Because let's face it, If I could just focus on what I enjoy every day and not worry about anything else, I would, and I'm sure you would too. But unfortunately, there's going to be tasks that we need to do that don't bring us joy. Like, for example, house chores. I mean, unless you enjoy cleaning, then that's great. But personally, I need to be in the mood to want to clean. And a great way for me to add joy to this task is by listening to music or an uplifting podcast or YouTube video while I clean. And perhaps you hate your drive to work, but what if you were drinking your favorite coffee or tea while listening to some uplifting music. It would probably make your drive more enjoyable. And really take the time to create a morning and night routine that makes you feel good. Because there's nothing better than starting and ending your day on a positive note. And lastly, number eight, let go of comparing yourself to others. The last tip I want to share that can help you strengthen your relationship between you and you is to let go of the need to compare yourself to others. You know, we are human, so it's very normal to do the whole comparison thing. And I know it's hard not to compare ourselves to others, especially with social media. But the thing is, you are seeing everyone around you through your own lens. The way you view someone else's life is often a reflection of how you feel internally. So what do I mean by this? Let's take a famous celebrity, for example. Perhaps you'd look at them and think, wow, it must be nice to have all that fame and money. They probably don't have to work very hard for what they got. I wonder if they got handed all that money. They come from a rich family, so no wonder they're living life the way that they are, right? You start doing this thing where you notice what your life is lacking. So you perceive the celebrity in a way where their life is ultimately easier than yours because you are believing them to have all of these things that you don't have. They have the rich family and you don't. They have money and fame and you don't. 
When you start to compare yourself to others, you are subconsciously focusing on the things in their life that they have that your life is lacking. It creates a lack mindset and a lot of limiting beliefs. Not to mention, you don't actually know the full story. I can promise you everyone has their own struggles, even people who are famous and have money. There's always more behind the surface, so it's truly unfair to make assumptions, and it's unfair to yourself to compare your life to theirs. We are always going to see in others what we don't see in ourselves until we learn a level of self-awareness. It doesn't even have to be a celeb, right? I could easily look at a friend who is pregnant and start comparing myself saying things like, must be nice to get pregnant so easily, I wish that I had a baby and was able to conceive without any complications. But this would be me projecting onto my friend because she would be going through something that I currently want but don't have. Do you see what I mean? Everyone's path and journey is different. That's how life works. And often the way that we feel about others is a reflection of how we feel internally. That's where those feelings of anger and jealousy stem from. It's human nature to feel these emotions, but when you have a strong relationship with self and you work on doing that inner work and healing, you start to see a much bigger picture. You start to recognize the patterns. You start to realize that the way that you criticize and judge others and the way that people criticize and judge you is just this reflection of all the trauma and personal experiences that we've all been through. You start to not take things to heart. You build up this level of confidence and self-worth because at the end of the day, the most important relationship you will have in your life is the relationship that you have with yourself, your foundation. I really hoped that this episode helped you look at things from a different perspective and that you start to show up for yourself more because we all deserve to have a secure and stable foundation. We all deserve to find that inner peace. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to connect with me on all social media platforms at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S. And you can check out my website for more lduclose.blog. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.